Talk, ghouls and ghoulettes. I'm John. And I'm Joe. And you are tuning into a brand new episode of Spread the Dread Podcast. We took a week off. Yep. We had to. Yeah. We had to. Last Nursing week. Nursing school was a fuck ton. Yeah, we work. release these on Wednesdays, but we normally try to record them the weekend prior, you know, when we don't have as much stuff going on. But last weekend was just friggin' crazy. And then we were like, okay, well, maybe we can catch up on Monday. Or hell, even Tuesday, but you're nursing. Joe oh. just started nursing school. Round of applause for Joe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just. And we unfortunately, just... I'm, on a, an, I'm on an accelerated path. So there's a, a lot of fucking studying that has to happen. So I wasn't prepared for that. No, no. So <laughs> kind of uh, got dropped into it like a fucking like fry in a fryer. That's what, what happened. A fry in a fryer. A fry in a, a fryer. fryer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You got more Southern than I did right there. So <laughs> when I say, huh, you know it's bad. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we absolutely missed the fuck out of all of y'all last week. Thank you all so much, though. The numbers yeah. were still spectacular. Y'all are enjoying the shit out of the Gonzalez Valenzuela sister Valenzuela sisters. Y'all are fucking <laughs> killing those numbers. Eileen Warnos was crushing it. Yeah. Still is crushing it. The skits are crushing it. And trust me. We provide the content, but y'all provide the listens and the numbers. So yes. thank you yeah, very thank fucking y'all much. Thank you so fucking much. Uh, and so before we get started on this one, Joe, um, we had two shout outs. Now, first shout out, we had to give a shout out to Jessica Burns of Perth, Western Australia. It's crazy because we can see the demographics of where our numbers come from. Yeah. Australia yeah, loves us. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what the and fuck? And we've. Well, me personally. Well, the closest country to the Philippines. What, what? Fair play. But I have personally done nothing but be insulting to them. Uh, Between the bunting, cunting, hunting skit, and just Snowtown in general is one of the most culturally insensitive episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But but Jessica Burns, she's got thick skin. She fucking loves it. So shout out to Jessica down in the, uh, the great down under. Thank you so much. And the other one, Joe... Is Jamie, Jamie Nieto. Yeah, Nieto, Nieto, what, however the fuck you pronounce Winton, it. Winton, California. Winton, California. Now, Jamie actually was a donor. Mm-hmm. We, and A, we always appreciate the donors. We're going to talk about that in a second, though. Uh, and he was like, hey, if you guys give me a shout out, my kids would love it. I'm going to assume at this point that Jamie's letting his children listen to our show, <laughs> which means he's a terrible parent. <laughs> Just like you and me. Yeah, yeah. Because our oldest son fucking Listen, loves listening yeah. to our podcast. Which and, is weird. Like, uh, he'll, he'll come at us and be like, oh, I really like the episode on such and such. And I'm like, should we allow him to have that it's, Spotify it's, account You know what? As long, as long as we don't end up doing an episode on him <laughs> in the future, we've done our job. We've done better than most people expect. We've done expected. our job. <laughs> so, yeah, again, shout out to Jamie Naito of Winton, California. Thank you for the donation, Big Dog, yes. and Jessica Burns of Perth, Australia. Joe, if they're new or if they're drunk, which I'm sure a lot of them are, or high, In which us. I'm sure most of them are. Yeah, so spreadthedreadpodcast.com. What are they going to find there, you Joe? You are going to find all our social media links and direct links to the most popular podcast applications. Yeah. And what else is on there? The link to our YouTube, oh, our bit shoot. Now again, we don't record anything. And we don't our film PayPal, anything live. We don't talk about that a lot, but I'm we do have. Hold a on, I'm getting to that. <laughs> but but yeah, you can find the links to our YouTube and our bit shoot. Uh, if you if you're on there, even if you don't listen to us, if you have a YouTube account, or if you don't listen to us on those, 
Go by and give us a subscribe. Go through there and just throw some thumbs up, stuff like that. That'll, that'll help us out as well. Uh, the YouTube's actually doing pretty well. I, I've been surprised at some of the numbers we've gotten on there. Several hundreds, and trust it, me. I, uh, two guys, one hammer? Three guys, three one guys, hammer. Three guys, one hammer. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's been doing, doing That's great. doing amazing. Yeah, and, there, and again, there's no visuals. There's yeah. just a picture and us talking. So yeah. those are the sickest fucks of all <laughs> that you can actually watch that video on YouTube and enjoy it. But we thank you very much for that. But yeah, again, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You can connect with us at spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also hit us up on Instagram. You can, hit us up, uh, you can hit us up on <laughs> Facebook. But to be fair, I don't know. The Facebook, every week I question if we're going to shut it down. I know. Because Facebook fucking it's sucks so now. It's, it's, it is what the fuck it is. We yeah. love our Instagram. We would prefer you to hit us up through Gmail or Instagram. We'll probably check those way more often than we do the actual Facebook. And, of course... Let's get to Joe's favorite part. How else can they contact you us, can Joe? You up on Snapchat. Yes, Spread the Dread <laughs> podcast on Snapchat. Feel free. I don't have it on my phone. Joe decided to set it up, and she was like, oh, I want to see if people send me nudes. So you, you know what? Dreadheads, I, I y'all have my blessing. I have nudes, but I've, I've gotten to interact with a lot of wonderful people, and I actually got to speak back and forth a lot with James while I was, like, getting my, like, test for nursing school. James Naito, or? Uh, no, um, James Walton. Walton, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah big yeah. shout out to James, yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, no, hit me up. And if you feel frisky enough to send me a nude, hell yeah. <laughs> and, and Cassie, you can quit sending her different links to various odd-shaped dildos. We get it. You're gay. You love us. We love you. But, you know, well, actually, don't stop. Because some of them I've been very, I, just the artistry on dildos is, is way, is that's a thing I never thought that would be a case, but it is. For comment, well, no, for, for purposes, I'm going to go ahead and state, she has not sent that. John is making a joke. But thank you, Cassie, for reaching out. No, she sent, was, or was it on Instagram that she sent the links to the dildos? It was IG. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, that is right. Yes, one of them included Jesus. To all of our <laughs> Christian fans, I apologize, but you're probably not in God's very good graces either because you enjoy us. <laughs> yeah, you're listening so, to us. So, you know, you may go to heaven and we may go to hell, but you're not going to get a, ca- a mansion up there. You're going to get put in the trailer park, uh, you know, because of the shit you do here. Um, let's get to our promo swap of the week. Joe, who is it? Oh, it's Ghosts in the Night. Ghosts in the Night. Let's roll that promo right now. What's going on, everybody? I am Phil. And I'm Travis. And we are the co-hosts of Ghosts in the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. If you're into things that go bump in the night and they make your sphincter tight, then we're your guys. We'll cover everything from the ghosties in the closet to the monstrouses under the bed, the yetis, the bigfoots, everything you could possibly want in the world. And even a little true crime if it tickles your pickle. You can catch us live every week on YouTube. Or you can find us on your favorite podcast app. We absolutely so big thank you to phil and travis of ghost in the night uh joe what's the what's the where can you find him at on ig ghost underscore night underscore podcast yeah so definitely check out phil and travis and again we appreciate them for agreeing to swap promos with us you should definitely check out their podcast it's fucking fantastic yes uh also if you have a podcast if you have, I don't give a shit if you have an Etsy store, <laughs> hit us up. We'll fucking do a promo swap with you, and we'll figure out a way that we can promote you. All of us freaks have to stick together, so hit us up again. Obviously, the best place to do that is on Instagram, yeah. or you can hit us up at spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. 
Now, Joe, one final bit of housekeeping before we get on to the episode about Armin Maves. Um, we, we are currently working on an actual tiered donation mm-hmm. uh, system. Where Currently, you can go on our website right now, and, and the link at the top has the PayPal. We're not, we're not messing around with Patreon. A, they take way too much of the money away from people. Yeah. And mo- most people don't have a Patreon. Most normal people don't. So I don't know if you have to sign up for shit or whatever, but, but everybody fucking uses PayPal. Yeah. So yeah. the odds are is that, again, we're doing this for fun. Anything you give us is going to go right back into the podcast, but we're working on a tier system where we can actually reward people depending on the amount they give us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully that should be coming within the next weekish or so, yeah. and we're going to put that out on the IG and everything like that. Asterisk, like it may be a little bit more because yes, obviously I'm yes, in school. Yes, but I did want to bring. But it- I'm, I'm, we're, yeah, we want to bring it up so that you guys know that we are working on it. We want to make sure that you guys get a benefit right. outside of just sending us money because you like the podcast. Exactly. We want to make sure we scratch your back too. E- exactly. Yes. Exactly. And there's some merch stuff tied to it. Speaking of which, we did put up. We're, we're going to actually get ready to. And this may take several weeks to get it up and going, but we are going to open a Spread the Dread podcast merch store as well. Now, there'll be show-related merch on there, you know, stuff with our logos and things like that. Of course, some of the stuff that we do with skits that's kind of funny. But we're also just going to do general, like, horror and true crime-themed stuff as well. Mm -hmm. So look out for that in the future because, again... If you guys give us money, that's awesome. And if for any of the ones who have donated so far without any reward other than the shout-out we gave you, fucking kudos, and we fucking love you, and and, and we're going to try to at least back pay something to yeah, y'all for yeah. that based on the tiers. Um, but we did want to do that, so I, I just want to address that. Yes, there's, there's PayPal tiers coming with rewards set up for y'all who want to donate to us, and a merch store is in the works. You guys see, all of our stuff Joe, Joe makes herself. All of our design stuff. Joe's a fucking whiz with that shit. I've already told her I need a I need a Let's Pans Ram shirt like <laughs> yesterday, and I know some of y'all feel the same way about that. So that that is coming up. So keep an eye on that, and uh, we'll we'll let y'all know more in the future uh, between this episode and the next one. Yes. But now, Joe, the moment they've all been waiting for this week's episode, where we're gonna talk about Armin Maves, the Rottenberg cannibal now a lot of times we talk about uh serial killers yeah yeah he only killed one yes i I think apart from the tortures and executions uh, episode which we we promise part two is coming we already have the notes for it we just got to backtrack and go do it yeah um outside of of that episode and what like ricardo lopez Mm -hmm. almost all of it been about serial killers Mm mm-hmm Armin Maves was not a serial killer. He only killed one guy, and the guy volunteered. But I do not want to to get ahead of ourselves here. Now, I will say, you're going to see his name is spelled M-E-I-W-E-S. It looks like it's Mewes. He's German. It is pronounced Armin Maves. So you now know that. But, Joe, kick us off like we always do with that beautiful bio <laughs> that you could just lay down so good about Mr. Armin Mays, the Rottenberg cannibal. So basic stats. He was born December 1st, 1961 in Essen, Germany. He was 50, he's 59 years old and currently in prison in Kassel, Germany. He was convicted, obviously, of killing and eating only one person. Yes. And if you didn't know, like, if you're like, oh my God, I didn't know he ate anyone. Look at the fucking... Image we put for this. It says the Rottenberg Cannibal, motherfucker. But 
Armin Maves is very interesting. Yes, he is. Very interesting character. This may not be our longest episode because there's not a, again, he didn't, he didn't have a history of doing shit. It was this instance. But this instance is fucked up, y'all. <laughs> so let's enjoy with the dread. Joke. Now let's go into his early life. Early life, yeah. So a little bit of background about where he came from and shit. So his father is Detlef Maves and his mother, Waltraud Maves. Yeah. He Those has- are some German ass names. Yeah. Detlef and Waltraud. <laughs> Dude, that's you know that's that that just makes me want a wiener schnitzel and a fucking. I know, I'm over here holding my breath, like trying to pronounce everything. I know correctly. we should have done this episode in October for the Oktoberfest. <laughs> I don't know why Germany Germans love October. I don't know, but they do. Uh, so Armin actually has two older half brothers from his father Detlef's previous relationship. Yes. And Detlef ended up aban- abandoning the family when Armin was only eight years old. Yep. Um, and even up until that time, he was described as very stern, and he really never even showed much interest in Armin. He was trying to get that nookie from Waltraud, which that's a name that just screams sexy. <laughs> I, I think of it now. I'm, 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 I got a halfy going on right now just <laughs> reading it, and I wrote these notes. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, he he didn't have much interest in Armin. Uh, you know, I think that he probably, especially considering you know he had two kids from a previous marriage, probably wasn't looking to father more kids. Damn. And he did the old hey, I don't know what they call milk in Germany, but he did the old no I gotta go scoop. Yeah, I gotta I gotta fucking I'm gonna go get some milk real quick, Waltrold. I'll be back. And no, he didn't. He never came back. He needed he needed milk, cigarettes, and a new family. Yeah, but what sucked is like his mother was uh, described as being a very dominant person. Personality. Oh, yeah. And she'd often publicly reprimand Armand and accompany him wherever he went. So there's like a little bit of a control mechanism oh, already kind of being built in. And who knows if that's who she naturally was or because of Detlef abandoning them. Exactly. Did it trigger that? This yeah. is the last thing of Detlef I have left is my boy. This is the last man in my life. I'll be goddamned if he's leaving me. Yeah, like, I'm going to keep exactly. him under my thumb. And for anybody who has watched Psycho by Alfred Hitchcock, you are going to notice a lot of similarities between uh, Norman Bates and Armin Maves. Because, and it's all, you know, a, a mother is a boy's best friend. I don't know how you say that. My mother is my best friend. You know, I know in German. But unfortunately for Armin, though, because of his mother being so, like, domineering and always having a forced, like, presence in his life, he grew up very introverted, but he always wanted to make friends. Yeah, he was an introvert who longed to be an extrovert, which, again, I'm I'm not an introvert. You may have more insight on that than me. If you heard that sound, that was me dropping my tablet. (laughs) Uh, If you didn't hear that sound, I didn't drop my tablet. I'm a professional, and fuck you. Uh, But... I'm, I'm an extreme extrovert. You know that. Oh, like, yeah, if, you I, are. I, I would thrive Jonathan at a hippie commune. literally walks into a room of people and he's like, fuck yes. Like, who's oh, yeah. going to be my yeah. next I don't fucking meet, friend? I don't meet strangers. And Everybody starts at 100% with me. Everybody starts at 0% with Joe. Yeah, exact fucking themselves. opposite. So, I don't know. Do, do most introverts wish they were extrovert? Or is oh, that absolutely. A- no, and I, I mean, that. I think we actually talked about this earlier today, like, where I was like, that was the only reason I used to smoke pot when I was younger is because it was the only way I could get past my introverted upbringing. Right. 
and it allowed me to be an extrovert. And a lot of people throughout my entire life is like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that you were an introvert. It's because I was fucking high as shit <laughs> and trying to be this person I was never born to be. So I get where he's coming from. Right. Well, instead of smoking pot, Armin created an imaginary brother named Frank. <laughs> I'm sure he pronounced it Frank. <laughs> Uh, to talk to and to vent his frustrations to, yeah. uh, to, to kind of get out the way sad, he's feeling. But I get where he's coming well, from. You know, imaginary friends aren't that rare. I, I watched a great documentary about it. It was something from the nineties. It was called Drop Dead Fred. Uh, pretty sure that was a documentary. <laughs> Uh, was that Phoebe Cates? Oh, was she not a smoke show, oh, though? Oh, my God. That's the pool girl from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And yes. my God almighty, yes. I remember he snot face. You know, <laughs> I fucking love Drop Dead Fred. Um, but so, so, so Armin was kind of a funky kid and he had a funky upbringing to kind of to boot. So, you know, again, it's, it's, it's just all these perfect storms as we've all realized at this point, like it just, it takes a village to make a fucking crazy person. It really does. <laughs> it does. Fucking Hillary was onto something. Um, but also during this, during his childhood, he became obsessed with Hansel and Gretel. I'm sure that was written as Hansel und Gretel um, over there, which is, is, is I believe there was a German story, uh, I believe. I, I can't remember if it was Grimm or not. Maybe it was Grimm. Maybe the Grimms were German. But I, whatever. Uh, but he actually would have fantasies, Joe, about eating his peers so that they would become a part of him and could never leave him. Mm-hmm. And his mother, uh, Waltraud, uh for some reason, I, I would like to think that if my kid was having cannibalistic tendencies and fantasies, I would have an idea about it. She didn't clue well, in at all. Because we talked to our eldest. I mean, our youngest can't I talk, guess, but yeah. we talked to our eldest. But he, he, he had these fantasies. His mother was never aware of them. And, and that's honestly it. Armin didn't really have anything really special or awkward about his childhood other than, again, a domineering mother. And but it's a very interesting foundation. Oh, so yes. we're talking about that wet cement theory. We're telling you exactly what you should. Now, if you're new, Joe, tell them what the wet cement theory is. Because if you're new again, Joe has a bachelor's in psychology. Uh-huh. She's the whole reason why, like, I got a straight person on this show. And I mean, like, you know, like kind of a straight guy. She cuts awful jokes, too. I'm here to make dick jokes and culturally insensitive shit. Joe's here to actually provide some facts and some forethought because she has a BA in psychology and she's in the medical industry, all that BS other shit. in so, psychology, which I always thought was funny. I said a BA? Yeah, bachelor's in science and psychology, which I always well, anyway, thought was so, funny. So, so just quickly, what is wet cement theory? So essentially that means that your most, or your youngest memories are part of this wet cement. So let's say that you had a great childhood up until you were five years old, like right before you start really holding or creating sentences. Okay. That is a wet cement. So everything that has happened to you up until you're about like anywhere from three to five years old is the foundation that you create for the rest of your life. So if you had a tumultuous like childhood, that's kind of what you know. Right. And if you had a domineering mother, so you had a domineering feminine or female presence in your life, that's the only thing that's ever going to feel comfortable to you. So, so that, so that, so they establish what makes sense to them. Even if it's fucked up yes. to everybody else, they don't see it as anything but normal. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, wet cement theory is also interlaced with schemas and schemas is our interpretations of experiences that we've had that we've then concreted as that is the reason why I believe things happen that way. So let's say for, I'll give a very like short example. 
So let's say that you were sexually abused prior to, you know, between the ages of like two and five years old, and that person was a male. Your concrete theory at that point in time for the rest of your, uh, of your life is that, okay, so men represent this uh, sexual vulnerability that doesn't make me feel very good about myself. And you will carry that for the rest of your life without therapy or like a differentiating course. Now, not, not to say that every person needs therapy, but it's just saying that that's the path that has been laid for you. That is, i.e. the concrete that you build your life off of, i.e. the concrete sidewalk that you fucking trail off onto. And, and like anything in psychology, there's obviously people who break the mold. It, oh, absolutely. It's not one Concrete, size fits all. I, honestly, psychology, and I'm, I'm saying this as somebody who has a bachelor's, psychology overall pisses me the fuck off. I wish I'd have never gotten a degree in it because I constantly fought with my professors and fellow students because I thought it was all a bunch of fucking malarkey because, you know, you and I, we, we've discussed my path. Right. I'm sorry. But because of the shit that I went through, I should have been an awful person, but I didn't. It, it's and psycho- and psychology would have given you technically a medical excuse yeah. to have been a shitty person. Yeah. That's where I think psychology has it. It's kind of, it's kind of a, it's a double-edged sword, a damned mm-hmm. if you do, damned if you don't, because yep. they're trying to explain why the brain does what it does. And, and that's, a, that's an insanely tough thing because the brain... You could take two kids, you could honestly take two kids from the same mom and dad and put them through the exact same shit growing up, and they have two completely different outcomes. Honestly, even if they have the slightest out, different outcomes, it's because it's the individual. Right, it wrecks a lot of theories. Yes, it but absolutely I, but does, but think- they, they try to give you this weird fucking baseline, and so when I always joke about like concrete theory or the fact that, oh, the foundation's being laid... Is that, okay, this person had this foundation, but they decided to take this path, whereas right. the most people don't. No, and there's plenty of people with domineering parents oh, you know, yeah. that, and all that other stuff that turned out fine. Yeah. Uh, but, again, it, it is an interesting thing. And, and, again, people like Armin prove psychologists right when they go off and do fucked up shit like this. So I like to bring that in. I mean, psychology, it is what it is, but psychology, I think from psychology the psychology be- is abstract. It is, but it's also, it's again, that's why I say it's like a damned if you do damned, if you mm-hmm. don't, because psychology is trying to put reason to the unreasonable, you know, it's trying oh, to absolutely. think about the unthinkable. Yeah. And so you, you've always got to take what they say with a grain of, of, of salt because Honestly, psychology has a lot to uh, has a lot to uh, in common with philosophy. Yeah, because Absolutely. it's someone else's it, opinion of why this happened. And you, you know? have to have somebody else who kind of brings you in. And like I've joked with you before, I used to always love fucking Love Line, and that was <laughs> and it was more about sex psychology, you know, and that made a lot of sense to me and everything. And I fuck. Dude, I swear, I would love to meet Dr. Drew at some point. But yeah, yeah that, he's, he's that's like my one of hero. your idols. Like, yes, absolutely. He's a great Luke. dude from what I've seen yeah. and heard. Yep, he sticks to his guns. But yeah, no, that's, that's where it comes from. All right, so on that note, I'm going to wrap it up. Let's get to Armin and Maeve's fucking adult life, John. Right, so, so during his adult life, he, he continued living with his mother. Um, there's really not much of note. Um, Really, there isn't. Like, Armin did not show really anything until a little bit later. So he, he, he kept living with his mom. Uh, he actually started doing some work with the German army. 
uh, and, and later he began a career as a computer technician. You know, he, he, he was computer savvy, enjoyed that stuff. And somebody who worked in computers, I'm always suspect of everybody who ever worked around me. I'm well, like, especially because. got some skeletons. Especially because, remember, he, he was born in 61. So let's even assume now that he's in his mid-20s. I mean, we're talking about the late 80s, early 90s. We're yeah. talking about the birth of the Internet. Yeah. Um, so, so he's yeah. making good money. I'm yeah, just probably. Put that he's, probably out there. he's probably doing pretty pretty oh, well yeah. for he's himself, I would imagine. Uh, he later began a career as a computer technician, but uh, due, due to his mother's tyranny, Armin never really made any real friends. Like nothing really changed about that. Uh, but he did, you know, at the birth of the internet, you know, early to mid nineties, uh, he 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 did turn to the internet to find interaction and connections with others. Uh, and that's not it's really not out of outside of character for a lot of people who grew up on our generation. It was like we we had a personal computer, it was great for you know, doing word docs and shit like that. But then the internet came about oh, yeah. and became more accessible. Oh, what's this chat? I, I what's, would, what's this? I would what's dare that? say the internet's like the greatest thing that ever happened to introverts ever. Yeah. Because introverts can be very flamboyant and outgoing mm-hmm. and anything they want to online. It, yeah. it doesn't clash with how they deal with things physically. Well, it allows introverts, I'm going to say this on my own behalf, it allows introverts to kind to kind of, uh, I guess, experiment with Interaction, social right. interaction. They, they, they get to role play as an extrovert. Yeah, which exactly. Is, you know, again, you know, there's good sides to that and there's bad sides to that, just like anything else with the internet. Um, but now Armin would all he would he also he found <laughs> hey because as soon as we as soon as we put up the first fucking <laughs> ass and Jeeves page, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We were like, hey, we need support on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he, so he was, started visiting yep. sites containing pornography and. Sites that also discussed and showed simulated fucking cannibalism. Yep. So he went from, oh, this is this deep-seated thing, this deep-seated desire that I have. <gasps> I wonder if anybody else has it. And, and that can be very detrimental. And, and to I'll a say this to anybody character. who's listening, who's grown up, or who was born with the internet being, I mean, we're in 2021. There's people who are drinking right now who were born in the year 2000. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're our they've, people. They've never not. Well, no, we're, we're older than those people. We no, love you to pieces. We'll still. I, I, I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> me and Joe in our 30s, we will out party your millennial ass. Not in a negative way, but you Any think. Any goddamn Bring day of that the motherfucking week. shit. We're yep. used to it. Joe fucking was raised up in the club scenes of Chicago. I was and getting Charlotte, North Carolina. I I was fucking getting wasted off of vodka. I snuck into water bottles as a freshman <laughs> at my fucking high school. Bring that shit. Now I promise you, we're gonna go hard. Now it will take us longer hard to recover. <laughs> yes, yeah. H A R D. <laughs> now the next day and the following day, you're gonna bounce back the next day if you're no. 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. We are not. not. We are not. We will go as hard as you. The recovery time will reflect our age. I accept that. But fuck you if you don't think I can hang God with you. I can hang sucks, with you. Though. God oh, damn it sucks. Jesus Christ. I remember best. getting fucking drunk as shit the night prior, being able to wake up at 6 oh, o'clock yeah, go the right next back morning. Again. Yeah, no, next morning, fucking go to work, fucking oh. cat call, sell my fucking ass off with like fucking uh, cell phones. And be back at the fucking club less than I was, 24 I was, hours. I was working as an assistant produce manager at a grocery store. I would go in still drunk and have to carve up fruits to make fruit trays. And I was back there. you still have all I have fingers. all of my fingers. You know what I'm saying? Now, I did cut them. 
I did. We had those porcelain knives. Those were them good-ass knives. And, dude, those things would fucking, they will cut through a rock. And I fucking maintained sweating fucking Jack Daniels out of my veins in the fucking back room. But I digress. <laughs> uh, Armin, also during this time, uh, came to grips with his bisexuality. And he actually had many sexual relationships with army members while he was working for the German army. Uh, and he also frequently visited several prostitutes, Joe. Mm-hmm. Now, that brings us up to September, September. of 1999. Yep. And his mother fucking dies. Waltraub dies. Yep. Armin was, uh, was already 38 years old and finally felt free of her oversight. So she's gone. He doesn't have any of this domina- domineering female spear over top of him. He can do what he wants. Right, and she left him the family mansion in Wusterfeld in the hersfeld rotenburg district of Hesse, Germany. Now, I, I couldn't figure this out if they were already li- if this was where they were currently living, like while he was being brought up, or it was a new spot. So if someone knows that, feel free to educate me in IG. But I looked at several articles. The house he was left, I don't know if he, w- if he moved into that once Waltrow died, or he was left the house that they were living in. Mm-hmm. I did actually, I was actually curious about but that they and did spent co- the time. But they did cohabitate up until her death. Right, right. No, he yeah. always lived mm-hmm. with his mother, and, out, and, the, and the house, the, the family mansion, in Wusterfeld and Hersfeld, Rottenberg district of Hesse, Germany, that is the fucking place where shit went fucking down in the whole episode, a reason why we're doing an episode about Armin. Um, Armin also reportedly had a shrine to his mother in the mansion, complete with a mannequin that he would lay down into his mother's bed every night. There we go. Here's the psycho comparisons, the Norman Bate compare. He is the Norman Bates of fucking Germany. Yeah, oversight and control means she loves me and I love her. There, right, he, there's he, a lot to there's a lot going on. Oh there. yeah, even after her death, everyone else could look around and maybe even Armin to an extent and be like, I'm free. I'm free. But there's so much psychologically that she had impacted him on, whether physically he he knew he was free, and I'm sure he knew, you know, he was aware of that that he was, was physically of, free. Uh, he couldn't he couldn't quite homage. let her go. Yeah. yeah, couldn't quite let her go. A boy's best friend is his mother, <laughs> you know, and and so yeah, so she's gone now, Joe. Now you <laughs> fucking dreadhead, sick fuckers. Here we go, goddammit, Joe. <laughs> Let's get into Armin Maves discovering the Cannibal Cafe. So like we previously said, um, he, Armin had already turned to the internet. Right. He was already, you know, chatting it up and searching shit out. Getting all that out. good bisexual dick porn. <laughs> but he, he finds interactions and connections with the people he's meeting online. And for anyone, again, if you if you were born... At, Honestly, after 2000, all right, fuck, if you were born like 95 and after, yeah. you don't you realize. You don't know a world you don't without realize, internet. Well, yeah. yeah, but you don't realize how big chat rooms were. Yeah. Chat rooms, I mean, that was MySpace, Facebook, everything before it existed. Oh, yeah, chat rooms was is pre- what yeah, you did. That was free. social media before yeah. an actual network was created. Yeah. I remember AOL Instant Messenger, MSN's MSN chat. Comic Chat. What? Oh, MSN's Comic Chat was the fucking best. Yeah. But I'm like, but back then, 
that's what you did. You yeah. went into chat rooms and they had rooms that were designated for all kinds of and shit. And if you don't know what ASL means, you may not get a whole lot oh, out a- of this Age, episode. sex, location. Age, sex, location. <laughs> yep. And you know what? Every time they did that, I freely let them know where I was. Yeah. Wrong. Not a smart thing to do. I don't have any kind of like fucking, you know, terrifying story to share with you. But now, you know. I do, but I won't. But you think about it now, like in 2021, like someone, the first thing they would say is, hey, what age are you? What are you? And where do you live? And that was like literally like the Internet's standard greeting. That was a hello. It was a, a, hey, ASL, age, sex, and location. Uh, and that didn't, you could be in a fucking chat room about fucking gardening, yeah. and they would still ask that. It was just a fucking thing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, use a youngin, and that's <laughs> fine, and that's all well and good. But just know, back in the day, we were getting trill on that motherfucker, and we were not being safe. No, we weren't. Um, so, obviously, he was on the internet. He visited numerous sites containing pornography and sites that discussed and showed simulated cannibalism right. like we previously discussed. But Armin started posting up on the Cannibal Cafe under the name of Frankie, Which his imaginary, imaginary friend. Frank. Frankie. Well, I think it was brother. I'm not no, sure. No, no, no. It was his imaginary friend. Oh, his okay. imaginary friend was, was Frank. Frank, I would imagine. No, they, I don't. It, I could never figure out how much interaction he actually had with his two half brothers from Detlef's previous relationship. I don't know if he ever met him, if he only knew about him. I have no fucking idea. I looked. But be, again, because there. Because he had this one instance, and everyone focuses on this one instance, there's not a shitload of background for him. You know, when you when you're so thinking I'm going to read the- into it. So here comes the psychology. Right. I would like to say that the fact that he had a a preoccupation with uh, Hansel and Gretel, you know, siblings, um, that he actually didn't have a lot of interaction, but he wanted it. He was aware of them, and he wanted them in his life. He probably was upset that he that, that he I got I've technically got I have- these two brothers or sisters. I, th- I think we said siblings. I can't remember if they were both brothers or mixed or whatever, but they're not here. Yeah. So you know, if you're why can I have that relationship? If you're longing for a connection and exactly. you're an introvert on top of it, you're unable to make connections outside of it. You His would have mother, fam- you would bloodline and familial have two connections right there if y'all were all together. Exactly, and because of his mother's overbearance, like he obviously is already clued into the fact that if they're not family, yeah. I can't have them as as part of my life. So I think there's a little bit of a desire of having more family that isn't there but he wants them well there. he even said the whole the whole thing i mean obviously it came out later it didn't come out in his childhood but he said the reason he was so obsessed with hansel and gretel it was the cannibalism you know the witch is leading them to her gingerbread house and she's trying to fatten them up so she could eat them but he didn't see the fucked upness about that he interpreted it like oh she eats hansel and gretel and hansel and gretel can never leave her she's never alone anymore and that's what he was thinking was like if i could eat them they're a part of me forever and always, and I'm never alone at that point. Which is, I mean, that's a fucked up way to interpret an already fucked up, you know, nursery rhyme or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. But, but that was his whole thing. So, yeah, he was posting under the name Frankie. And then, Joe, in the year 2000, he posted that he was looking for a young, well-built man, aged 18 to 30. Now, remember, he was 38 in 99, so by this point, he was still 38 or 39. He's almost 40. Yeah. And he's looking for someone, you know, that's anywhere from 20 to 10 years younger than him. Uh, But he wanted a well-built young man, 18 to 30, who was willing to be slaughtered and consumed. 
Now, he, he had many people who responded and corresponded, but again, it's the internet. It's role play. Yeah. You know, there's people who role play all kinds of, I promise you, I <laughs> promise you, you do not, I don't care if you're a, if you're a churchgoer, you do not want to know what your pastor and his <laughs> wife or your pastor and her husband did the night before in their fucking bedroom. Or go find them on FetLife. Who fuck? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. There's a lot of normal people who love to think about fucked up shit when yeah. it comes to sex. Role-playing is role-playing. Yep, exactly. It's not who you are. It's just a fantasy. So most of the people on a website, the Cannibal Cafe, they had fantasies of it, but they knew it was a fantasy. They, yeah. they, they knew the legal problems and the, the, the moral complications of eating another human being. So for a lot of them, it was role-playing, but it wasn't for Armin. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But Armin did meet several men off of the websites, and he even role-played that cannibalism with them. And Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. So, but, but nothing legit. It was basically a, a, a meet-up and bang, and I don't know how you simulate would, cannibalism, but they figured out a way. Hello, talk, whatever the fuck you would talk about if you wanted cannibalism. But in late 2000, Borg Jose, I don't... Uh, I think it's actually pronounced Jose because he's German. Okay, Jose agreed to become Armin's very first victim. Right. But Borg came to Armin's house. Yep, he came to him and met him. This, the, 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 the house. Yeah, the he, fucking house. The cannibal say, he, house. He at least got to that point. But while laying on the table to be butchered, he started to feel ill. And he ended up asking Armin to actually be released. And... You know what? I actually commend Armin on this. He was like, oh, "Okay, I get it. You're having, you know, you're having second thoughts about right. it. That's perfectly okay." Let him go. Yeah, he let him go. Armin only wanted, wanted a willing, willing victim. victim, and that's that's and why I, I actually hate saying willing victim right because you're yeah, not a victim a willing i don't know participant participant there we right. go that's great. and that's why the story of armin divides a lot of people and it brings up a lot of other things about when someone chooses to end their life you know yeah. whether we're talking about jack kevorkian and things of that nature you know it, it armin brings it into play because armin Technically, from some people's perspectives, and I'll be honest, it's from my perspective as well, maybe even Joe's, but certainly from mine, Armin didn't murder anybody. No. As the law has it written, yes, he did. But he killed someone who voluntarily came to him. And I don't, I don't want to get ahead of it because we're, we're right on the cusp of it. But that was the thing. As soon as Borg was like, look, I, I'm, I, I can't, I can't. He got cold feet. Armin immediately let Armin him go. Armin wasn't a victimizer. No, he that's didn't actually, want... He, that's the biggest differentiator between him and a serial killer is like, right. he was not a victimizer. He wanted somebody willing. He, wa- he, yeah, he wanted, wanted yes. somebody to like him enough to, or to, love to him give enough. that to him. Yeah, so that he knew they right. wanted to be yeah. with him forever. Yeah. He didn't, so that's, that is a huge differentiation between him and an actual serial killer. And, and we could talk all day about if that's something psychologically fucked up about him. I, I would agree. Talking yes, about one person who is psychologically fucked up, finding another person who is psychologically fucked up, and coming in, coming to an agreement, whether that be on the law books or not. I'm just saying. Well, like, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of legally consensual stuff that's fucked up in oh, most people's views. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So again, fed life, <laughs> right? You know, so so it's something that we're all going to have to ask ourselves at the end of this, and, and well, maybe we'll wrap it up. But however, Joe. Fortunately enough, on Valentine's Day of 2001, Armin received a message from Bernd Brands, 
Now, Bronze was a 43-year-old bisexual engineer from Berlin, so he's already out of the age. He's Burned actually Bronze Berlin. God damn. That's going to tongue tie No, his name me. is Burned Bronze, but he's from Berlin. No, that's what I'm saying. Burned Bronze Berlin. That's a tongue twister right there. She sells seashells down by the seashore. <laughs> Unique New York. How now, brown cow? Uh, but so, so he's already outside of Armin's age bracket. He's technically a year or two older than Armin because Armin was 38 and 99 when his mom died. We're in 2001, so at best, he's 41. Yeah. Um, so, so, but yeah, he was a, uh, burned bronze was a 43 year old bisexual engineer from Berlin. Uh, and, and they chatted back and forth for a while. You know, they exchanged numerous emails discussing, you know, their mutually unhappy childhoods. And, and they even got into the nitty gritty about how best to consume burned and, and how to use his body afterwards. And Joe burned bronze even suggested that Armin should use his skull as an ashtray after the fact. Some motherfucker, let's get into the fucking dinner day. Yes, let's get to... <laughs> let's get she, to the nitty gritty. Meet me in the mall. It's going down. <laughs> like it's, It is going down, dreadheads. We've given you 41-ish minutes, and here we motherfucking are. Here we so, are, Joe, the dinner date. March 9th, 2001, Burnt Bronze. Meets up with Armin Maves. They yep. engaged in sex with each other. Now, I'm a, to everyone out there, I don't know who's listening to this. This is on the internet. It's forever. <laughs> Someone could be listening to this 100 years from now. I hope. I hope. If you're going to cannibalize a motherfucker or a motherfucker, oh, God. I already know what this Fuck is going. them first. Have some sex. Somebody's about to die. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you what, if you're the guy or they're the, whatever, I do. I don't be selfish. Season. Don't be selfish. If, if, if it's two dudes, you better tongue fuck his asshole and make sure he had the fucking ride of his life before you eat him into oblivion. Girl on girl. Two girls scissor each other. Look at each other and realize Tribbling. that you're beautiful. Huh? Tribbling. Ooh, somebody knows the scientific term. I bet the only other person who knows that is Cassie. <laughs> one of our OG dreadheads, you lesbian, beautiful girl. I love you. Me and Joe both love you. Yes. You might have been like, yes, I know the textbook definition for scissoring. <laughs> I do it every night with my wife. <laughs> Anywho, if you're going to eat a motherfucker, Tribbling have sex with him shit. first. Just saying. Consensual. A, A plus. I'm only on your side if it's consensual cannibalism <laughs> and consensual sex. If you just kidnapped a motherfucker and said, hey, I'm going to fuck them and eat them, and they ain't got a goddamn choice, I am not on your side. No. I'm not on your side. But, Joe, let's get, let's get back into it. March 9th, 2001, Burnt Bronze travels to, uh, to Rottenburg yeah. and meets up with Armin Maves. Uh, Mar- Armin Maves. They engage in sex with they each other. The Joe, down. what happens after that, though? Once they decided to begin the cannibalism, they filmed the entire fucking event. So, Welcome to a no- brand new episode <laughs> of Cooking with Armin. I am your host, Armin Maves. So Guten Tag. I, I will say at this point, no spoilers. I'm sorry, but if both parties are voluntarily I, filming you know, no, what is you. going on, I'm with you. then Armin Maves is not in the wrong. There's Ooh, a difference same. between murder and two fucked up people enjoying each other's fucked up company. Yeah. 
And, and and burned bronze is not here to give his side, but there again there was some videotape, whatever. We're not getting we're not getting into the, might be a psychological score between our relationship, really. No, no, <laughs> it, no. I'm I'm on Armin's side. I hate the fact that, that yeah. Anyway, I'm not. I, won't, I don't want to get ahead of everything, but yeah. yeah, they they Armin filmed the whole thing. Now Joe, tell us. Yeah. Uh, now burned started by taking an, a, a yep. close to lethal dose of sleeping pills. Chased it with a bottle of Vicks uh, coughs. I don't know if it was actual Vicks brand name or if someone was trying to kind of collate. I don't know in what in Germany what Vicks. <laughs> you know, chugged a whole bottle of Vicks and then put on some of that delicious German alcohol. Yeah. Schnapps. So either way, whatever concoction he took, once all this started actually that kick he willing he willingly, willingly took. took. By yes. the way, he met up with Armin, knowing what was going to happen. Yep. Willingly had sex with Armin, willingly downed a bunch of sleeping pills, willingly downed an entire bottle of Vicks, and then kept drinking schnapps on top of it. Joe, take it away. Yes. So once all this started to finally fucking take in, I imagine Armin... very quickly. <laughs> that sounds like a roller coaster with, 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 that's got a steep hill, but not a very quick climb. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, feel, it feels like you're just like, all right, here's. I'm not trying to blow the mic. There's there's 30 Xanax. I'm gonna chase it with some cherry Vicks and hey, some peach schnapps on top of it. I feel like that's gonna kick in pretty goddamn quick. It's all gonna coalate together like a horse dick up Dude. the ass. Yeah. Hey, all Mr. Right. Hands. Maybe we cover Mr. Hands at some point. <laughs> so Armin decided to kick off the evening's events by amputating Burns. But fucking now, and, and, and I don't know if I had this later in the note. That was burned. That's what Burns wanted yeah. to do. No, that's he what he wanted, requested. He wanted, he wanted to be a lot while he was still alive. He wanted to be able to eat his own penis with Armin. Uh. Uh, uh, that was kind of like the 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 only act of cannibalism of himself that he planned on actually being able to share with Armin was the castration of his penis and eating it with Armin. But Joe, go ahead. So burned. God damn it. Had Armin attempt to bite it yeah, off. No, and again, Burn, that, was, failed, that, was, that was Burn Braun's idea. He yeah. wanted Armin to essentially castrate his penis with his teeth. Armin was unable to do so. Because and he you, didn't, they, neither one of them understood dental no, anatomy. You know what I'm no, that's a. That's There's a, a reason why we have canines. Canines in our mouths are meant to shred. Yeah, flesh, and there's a reason in the they're at the side. Form. It's yeah. after the shredded flesh, or the the flesh enters your mouth already, not for tearing. Yeah, no. Uh, but when this failed, Armin grabbed a knife, Joe. Oh yeah. So it failed. He grabbed a knife, but both men attempted to eat the penis raw. Yeah. So Armin got it off with the knife, uh-huh. and they decided, hey, let's just we're just gonna carve it up raw. Let's have some fun. We're gonna have some 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 penis sushi. <laughs> <laughs> but stopped because it was too tough and chewy. Mind that, that you, if I was standing on the sidelines, I'd have been like, nah, dog, you, y'all can't shred through that. Yeah. Cook that shit. To me, that doesn't but seem like a good... That that, that's not a good. That's not a good body part to eat rare. No. Like a butt cheek or a calf, maybe. But a penis, no, no, no. That's gonna need some. That's gonna need some prep work. It's a very, I guess you could say, like varicose, like blood-driven region of the anatomy. So, I in cartilage and muscle, like no, it needs time to simmer. Like you, they honestly should have crockpot. 
Now that's how that's how you know we live in the south (laughs) because we both went. Oh, a raw dick. You need to crock pot that some bitch. You need to put you you some whole potatoes, (laughs) some baby carrots. A little bit of probably maybe a couple whole garlic cloves in there. Yeah, eight hours. Slow simmer. Some (laughs) Worcestershire sauce. Let that let it simmer overnight, baby girl. That's a good Sunday brunch right there. But so so once (laughs) once once that happened uh, and they couldn't do it, Armin then decided he would fry Burns' penis. Uh, and he cooked it with up in a frying salt, pan with salt, pepper, pepper garlic, garlic, and wine. And he actually put some of Burns' own body fat into the pan. You gotta lube it up, you know. You don't want the well, penis fat back. That makes sense. Now, I mean, <laughs> you know, your boy, your boy's fucking southern born and raised. You know, I don't give a fuck where the fat back came from. I just want to eat it. It's but good. Despite that, the penis was still too burnt for them to yeah, eat. Yeah, Ar- Armin kind of overcooked it. I mean, again, like they don't teach you fucking hell. There's no <laughs> Julia. There's not a Julia meat. Child's episode no. or an episode of Guy Fieri. There's nothing on the Food Network. That's preparing you on how to cook a German man's penis. So Armin was literally just going in the wind. He ended up burning. He burned Burns' penis. Uh, and, and it was too burnt for them to eat. So Armin ended up chopping up the burnt penis to fed it to his dog. Uh, I'm glad I hope the dog point, enjoyed it. Yeah, Burn was already severely weakened. From blood loss. Well, yeah. Because dude, can you think I'm sorry, how, femoral, how thin was the his femoral blood? Artery, no, the femoral artery, which is a major artery in the entire composition of a human being, is feeding his fucking cock. They just cut it off. Whether it erect or not, yeah. there's blood flow that's constantly supposed to be going there. Oh, yeah. He's losing fucking blood. Right. And on top of that, I took a bunch of sleeping pills, an entire bottle of Vicks, and yep. schnapps. So that blood so capillaries is. Capillaries are that not. Blood, that, that, blood is, correctly. that blood is thinner than fucking water out of your faucet. So, I, yeah, dude is fucking just gushing blood at yeah. this point. Meanwhile, Armin's in there sauteing his dick. I would say, not necessarily gushing. It is a a constant weeping form at this point. I don't want to think about a man's weeping, weeping cock wound. (laughs) That sounds like a great death metal band Weeping weenie. (laughs) Weeping. My cock is weeping. <laughs> Any of my death metal motherfuckers out there, y'all know what's happening. But yeah, so yeah, so so burned, burned, starting to go. Fucking, he's he's starting uh-huh. to go, Joe. He's yeah, he's he's, he's, he's he's tiptoeing to the other side, uh-huh. Joe. Uh huh. Yeah. So at this point, in oh, time, Joe lost her place in the notes. If you thought that was his, <laughs> that was not a cut break there. Joe literally looked at me and was like, uh oh. That last oh. shot, no, 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 that last shot dropped the fucking... You're on, you're on yeah. target now. Here we yeah. go, here we go. Armin ran a bath for Burned, who was bleeding to death. Armin waited three fucking hours. Holy shit. Holy shit. Now, I, we, now, he waited three hours, but now Armin was, like, every 10 to 15 minutes was checking on Burned. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was now, very now I will, I will, I will say this. Uh, Armin was eating, was reading a Star Trek novel. Now I'm not a Star Trek fan. Joe, but you love, burn. you love, you love, an, you love the original Star Trek. Oh yeah. So to me, the only thing worse than watching Star Trek is fucking reading Star Trek. So that lets you know how much of a nerd Armin was. Uh, Fuck off. But no, no, that's <laughs> fine. And for everybody who loves Star Trek, love you fucking shit. But during this whole, so he ran a bath, you know, trying to make. 
burned comfortable. Yeah. Burned never planned a, to leave. that is sympathy for your quote-unquote victim. Right. No, no, Armin wanted him to pass slowly. Burned wanted Armin to consume comfortably. him. Comfortably. These are two, despite how fucked up you may think they are, these are two consenting adults. Yeah. So Armin said, hey, Burned is, I've done what Burned wanted me to do. And he's in pain. I don't want him to be in pain. Now, Joe, tell us real quick, biologically, cutting the dick off, which, again, has a lot of feed to main veins, Mm -hmm. and putting him in a warm bath. It's along the lines of when someone decides they're going to cut their wrist and they get into a warm bath. Why is that? Okay, so essentially... In layman's, because you weren't prepared for that question. That's not in the notes, you know. Yeah, you love putting me on the spot. Because you're smarter than me, so I always think... No, I always think you're going to know the answers and all that shit. We have different intelligences, that's all. When it comes to medicine, I... I, Dude, I don't even... But I'm not all-knowing when it comes to that either. But but, but you know why why do people draw a bath a lot of times before they cut their wrists? So for, in this case, the reason why he probably pulled him a bath was because he was... Hoping maybe that he would slow blood constriction. I have no idea. I don't know if this bath was cold, if it was warm. No, it, it, was a, it was a warm bath. It was a warm bath. Oh, then he was just trying to lull him to sleep. So, so, is, so he when was people, trying to relax his muscles, relax does all that, those does, like vesicle constriction. So, so a warm bath, does it help the blood flow more? Yes. So when someone like a lot of people, when they commit suicide and they cut their wrist, They'll do it in a bathtub in a warm bath. Is that so they bleed out quicker? Quicker. So, so Armin wasn't trying to save Burned, but again, Burned did not want to be saved. This was their agreement. Mm-hmm. But Armin was trying to quicken the passing. He didn't want Burned suffering, so he drew him this warm bath. I don't think it was about quickening because obviously both of their backgrounds were like in IT and computers and engineering. So I don't think, honestly, they had that introspection of understanding, like, oh, anatomy and physiology. Oh, if it's warmer, then you're going to bleed out further. Well, I mean, I maybe, who knows? Honestly, maybe, maybe they had researched it. I mean, they're both on the Cannibal Cafe, so maybe they did do I research. I get that, and I guess in a weird way, I want to romanticize it, that just... I'm of the mains. romantic mind that, that Armand was trying to facilitate and quicken Burns' passing. I, I wouldn't say Personally, quicken. I'm saying I that. think he was just really trying to make Burns well, but Ar- comfortable. Armin, Armin had no in- he had no interest in Burns' suffering. No. He wanted to devour him. Honestly, in Armin's mind, if you, even if you think he's a monster, the quicker Burned is dead, the quicker he can get to yeah. what he actually wants. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. but, but anyway, so yeah, he, three hours roughly while he was reading the Star Trek novel, he was checking on Burned. Burned was still not dead, but he was coming in out of consciousness. Joe, per reports, it took almost, it took more or less 10 hours, hours in the yeah. bath before Burned, Burned still wasn't dead. Yeah. Uh, Armin at that point said I, I, he prayed for him and then he stabbed Burned in the neck to finally end his suffering. So that's further why I was like, I think Armin was trying to make it easy. Yeah. Whether or not he knew what to do to make it easier, even if all he was trying to do was make him comfortable yeah. and with no, a that's warm the reason bath I and re- didn't know the science yeah, behind no, it. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why I tend to believe that other side of, of myself was like, I almost want to romanticize it. Right. Well, because there, he's like, oh my gosh, this other person is willing to do but, this for me and I feel so terrible shit has gone awry there, tonight. But there is I want it. 
I want well, this but, to be quicker. I don't know how I, to, I but think, I'm going to do everything I can think of to make it more comfortable. I don't think it's wrong to romanticize it. Again, whether or not you think that Burns Barnes and Armin Maves are fucked up, that's your own thing. And I'm not saying you're wrong or right. However, they're here. There is no way to prepare for this. Uh-uh. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, so now they're both here. Burns is coming in and out of consciousness. He, he can't probably even... All those sleeping pills, the Vicks and the schnapps, he can't even probably express what he needs and the blood loss. Yeah. So you got Armin here who wanted a willing victim. Mm-hmm. Now he's he got it. He has that willing victim, but he but, wants... But, but Armin but he, is not I, turned on by suffering. Uh, he no. wants to eat burn. Yeah. So he's, you know, whether he's trying to make him comfortable, or maybe he knows that medically a warm bath will help the veins open up and bleed out quicker. We don't know, but we do know for a fact Armin was not interested in Burns' suffering. No. And actually, Maves was quoted as saying, I didn't know whether I should pray to the devil or God. No, yeah, at this point, I mean, who fucking, so I don't know who's got my back, but somebody help. He's literally kneeling in the altar of everything he's ever desired, but now he feels some kind of repentance? I don't think it's repentance. I think it's just like, I, I think, I honestly, and to this day, I don't think Maves regrets what he did. He felt the need for it. And again, you have a willing, honestly, Maves shouldn't feel remorse. This is me talking. This is John. I'm not speaking for Joe. I'm not speaking for our audience per me. I don't think Maves has anything to feel sorry about. Because if Burned was not psychologically capable of offering himself, you at least have to, if you're playing that role, you have to apply that to Armin who psychologically should not be able to decide that this is what he wants. Even if it's a collision course of two fucked up people, you can't single out Armin over Burned. No. Because Armin was doing that and Armin was trying to facilitate it. Ultimately, Armin actually did have to quote-unquote murder uh, Burned, but he did it because he was so tired of seeing Burned suffer. So, to follow up what you just said, quote... My friend enjoyed dying. Yeah, Burn wanted to die. Burn yeah. was looking for a way. Yeah. He wanted, he to wanted a way out. He yes. wanted to go to yes, that other yes, plane yes. of existence. But he is quoted as saying, My friend enjoyed dying death. I only waited horrified for the end after doing the deed. It took so terribly long. End quote, Maves. So that actually leads us into our feasting section. Yep. And. So we uh, just quoted what he said. He yep. wanted the end to happen. It took too far too long. But after Burns's death, Armin hung his body up on meat hooks and began processing him. Yes, he did. So he cut the body up into chunks and ground up parts of Burns's bones for flour. Yeah, that that was actually that action was also caught on video and, and this video has not leaked no it may be on the deep web somewhere i i, I, I don't can't think take, it is but but on surface web or even like below surface this shit has not fucking leaked no but it comes into play at the trial so we do know it exists Joe. yeah yeah um so armin he was actually able to store all of burns's body in a deep freezer under pizza boxes <laughs> what is German pizza? Just fucking, just a bunch of sausage on a fucking schnitzel, I would imagine. If you're schnitzel from Germany pizza. and you'd like to tell us what German pizza looks like, let us know. So, now, I'd love to quote this. Oh, Armin's yeah, yeah. first meal, he yeah, this, stated this as... This is a direct quote from Armin after everything has come out. Go ahead, And it's Joe. a long one. 
So I decorated the table with nice candles. I took out my best dinner service and fried a piece of rump steak, a piece from his back. Made what I call princess potatoes. Which sounds adorable. And sprouts. After I prepared my meal, I ate it. The first bite was, of course, very strange. It was a feeling I can't really describe. I'd spent over 40 years longing for it, dreaming about it. And now I was getting the feeling that I was actually achieving this perfect interconnection through his flesh. The flesh tastes like pork, but stronger. Yeah, that was, that was Armin describing eating human flesh. And actually, Joe, for the I next... I tried my best on a sexy voice, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, you had to do it. You know, I roasted the piece of his rump. <laughs> it was from his back. I made princess potatoes. Uh, but, but yeah, so... And, and then, Joe, over the next 10 months, Armin consumed... Almost all of Burns, uh, of Burns Brand's fucking body. dedication, because you know some of that shit got like freezer burnt. Well, not if he, he maybe he processed it well. I mean, he was ready for <laughs> it. You know, we got a deep freezer ourselves. If you don't have a deep freezer, you need to. You got to take advantage of that shit. So, despite the fact that he spent the last ten months eating burnt Brands' body, he was arrested. Well, yes. Yeah, so, so what happened was that after he, he was done consuming Burns, he wanted another one. So again, this is this is the whole thing. Armin was not obsessed with murdering. He never went back it was on the cannibal. Yeah, he never went back on cannibal cafe until he was done consuming all the edible parts of burn. Uh, and then roughly in, in late 2002, so him and Burned got together in 2001. So again, like throughout 2001 and a good pit of 2000 and early part of 2002, he wasn't active. Then no. he, got, he gets active early 2002 through the mid-2002s. Comes across a college student from Innsbruck, Well, no, no. So what Austria. happened was he was posting up. And yeah. Was, he, but he was but telling he everyone. he paths with the He student. was telling everyone, hey, I've done this. Yeah. And, and he wasn't bragging. He was trying to find another willing victim. Mm-hmm. But he was being like, hey, I've already done this. You're in good hands. If this is what you like. Again, this is Harmon. Honestly, just being a just being a fucking dude. He was being a fucking great dude. I know it's fucked up. I know you don't like it, dreadheads, but that's what he as fucked up as the situation is, he was being as couth and as gentlemanly about it as he fucking could be. But in late 2002, Joe, a college student from Innsbruck, Austria, contacted the police after he saw Armin's post. Yep. Uh he was yeah. actually at this point in time already seeking another. Quote, yeah, and, and he was telling victim. everyone. He was telling everyone and about even, the process yep. with him and burned. Yeah, uh, him and burned the bronze. God damn it! I hate the fact they use victim. I, I know, but that's the way it is. Again, but 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 there's plenty. Terminology of people, means everything. But there's plenty of people who are going to listen to this who don't agree. There's plenty of people who are going to listen to this who don't agree. Again, if you think that burned bronze was Armin Maves' victims. I clearly at this point, me and Joe don't agree with you, no. but I'm not knocking you. This is a very fucking weird, weird. Yeah, issue is. and we're all going to fall on different sides. But for me and Joe, both parties were willing. Yep. When both parties are willing, a lot of the nature of law and order kind of goes out the fucking window. Yep. We're talking about two adult men in their fucking 40s. There's not, you know what I'm saying? It's really tough. Whether both of them were psychotic or not. If you think that Burned was psychotic, you have to admit Armin was psychotic. 
and vice versa. So again, it's it's two perfect storms meeting. Is it their fucking fault? Food for thought after the fact. We're not here to get on that soapbox. However, December 10th of 2002, Joe, Armin Maves was arrested when police came and searched his house and they found the videotape and what remained, remained of burned in, in the, the freezer. freezer. Yeah. But now Armin claimed the meat was a wild pig. <laughs> Again, but he, he claimed soon, earlier it was kind of porky. But it was said that soon, right, very once he was, soon, yeah. He actually admitted to his acts once yeah. brought in and questioned. Yeah, once he was brought in and kind of knew that the jig was up, he was like, yep, this is what happened. It is what the fuck it is. Uh, and didn't try to deny it anymore after that. So during the trial, prosecutors talked about how Maves actually fantasized about killing and eating someone from an early age. Yeah, this, we this talked is, about th- this, yeah, this already. Is, this is when the Hansel and Gretel shit came out. Yeah. What was the trial and stuff like that. Yeah, no, uh, and, 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 and I to actually... Quote, to quote from Professor Michael Babber, uh, director of the Institute of Sexology and Sexual Medicine, he said, quote, Armin displays a highly specific form of fetishism where his desire for attachment and comfort is achieved by contact to the fetish. In this case, the fetish is male flesh from a person he knows and likes and who voluntarily wants to be eaten by him. So I'm going to read into this. No, absolutely. Go at it. No, so this is somebody who yearns for somebody else's acceptance. Outside of the sphere that he's 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 lived with uh, his mother outside of the siblings that he never had any contact with that's why I preluded right, it right. Pre- uh, prior but he 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 desires that acceptance he wants that love and the only way that he himself feels that he can be justified in wanting that yearning is that if it's long lasting. Right. So that's why he needs to ingest it. That is why he needs to consume exactly. it. That's why he feels it's going to be with him throughout time. Right. We're not saying that Armin Maves is not psychologically fucked up. No, he but is. But what we're saying is that if Armin is fucked it up, makes sense. so is burned bronze. Yeah. He wanted this to happen. It's too fucked up people meeting and i do not know legally where that stands once that happens because after all this was done joe armin was deemed sane and and fit fit. to stand trial yeah i'm sorry i I don't give a shit who you are maybe you disagree with me and that's fine if you're a fan of the show i love you still whatever we can have a beer and talk about it but to me the 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 least you could do in this situation is say that the motherfucker's insane. Yeah. To, to, to sit there, to me now, and this is me, this is just me, I'm not speaking for Joe, I'm not speaking for anybody else, even if she agrees with me. To me, Armin is sane. He's fucked up, but he's sane. And so was Burned Bronze. Both were sane, both were fucked up, but they knew what they were doing, whether or not we they as were the literally outside, on the other side of a table of one another. Right. Just whether, saying. Whether the outside world, i.e. me, Joe, anybody listening to this, agrees with it, they did. Yeah. So either they're both sane and fucked up or they're both insane and fucked up. Yeah. I do not know how you disagree that it was consensual 
and at the same time call Armin Maves sane. Yeah. But that's what happened. And he was sentenced to manslaughter, Joe. I will give him this. Uh, and he was given a sentence of eight and a half years. Now. In April yes. 2005, a German court actually ordered a, ret- a retrial after the prosecution appealed the conviction saying that Maves should have been convicted of only murder. And now, I will say this to any That's and everybody. Bullshit. Everybody who's on that prosecuting team. I don't know if you'll ever hear this. Fuck you. Fuck your kids. <laughs> Fuck the people who love you. <laughs> fuck your mommy and daddy. Fuck their mommy and daddy. And fuck your future generations. Because, again, this is somebody who was solely trying to make an example out of Armin Maves. They did not care about psychologically what the issue was. If the psychological shit bothered them, they would not have pressed for murder. They would have pressed for a lot more examination. So the prosecution actually would agree with you. They actually said that the videotapes that had not been sufficiently sufficiently considered and would show that Maves didn't kill simply because, because he was asked to, but that he did so for sexual gratification. But Armin never denied that. No. He never, de- again, you're like, oh, we're going to prove that Armin did what he did because he did he it for everything he to fucking it. said. Yeah, Armin he said did. All this. Armin said all this shit. He said it to he Burn. He said Cannibal Cafe. Burn did it for sexual or whatever uh, psychological, psychological gratification, gratification as well. Yeah. Both of these men admitted to it. But they didn't it. lie about it. No, and that's they why, all, that's they why I still say. That's why I still say. They were fucking tri- translucent on their urges and You're, what their desires were. And unfortunately, the person who is living now is going to succumb to those convictions. Right, because you can't get Burns' opinion. God damn. And, and unfortunately, Armin didn't think... To get burned, I don't even know. Maybe if if Armin had got burned on tape, saying he agreed burns to this, or burned, burned, <laughs> burned the barns or burned the bronze or whatever. I'm sorry, I'm I'm deep in the fucking notes now. You, if you if you don't know who I'm talking about at this point, fuck you. Get off my get off my podcast and 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 pay for a t-shirt. Uh, uh, but yeah, so so to me, the prosecution wanted to make an example. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, again, whether or not you agree with me, this is me. This is oh, John talking. I'm going to make a precedent. Right. I'm going to make a career We're gonna out of this. We're going to discourage the yes. rest of these people. I have yeah. a once-in-a-lifetime case yeah. that's going to have once-in-a-lifetime publicity, and I am going to take my 15 minutes of fame and turn it into 30 minutes of fame. Let's retry. Again, yeah. I'm not here to tell you that Armin wasn't a sick fuck. I'm not here to tell you that Armin didn't have a screw loose. All the I'm saying is that sick so fucks. did Burn the Bron- Burn the Barons also had a screw loose. Yep. He was a sick they fuck. They had a reason of convergence. Met. To me, at this point, it's one of those like one hand washes the other. Let's just move on and fucking yep. forget. Even if you want to fucking, I don't know. I don't know why you need to put this man away for life or, or you know, whatever. Mm. But they, they did retry him. Uh, the prosecution, again, like you said, that the videotape had not been sufficiently considered and would show that Maves didn't simply kill because he was asked to, but he did so for sexual gratification. Again, Maves never said otherwise. This is them reading in. During the retrial... But this they... is the reason why I hate psychology. The psychologist stated Maves 
could reoffend. But again, how can he still had fantasies about devouring the flesh of young males. I, whether but or not, why is wh- he you, been as a villain? He's been made out to be a fucking villain. There are tens of thousands of fucking other people that would willingly become Maves's fucking that's, that's, victim that, that's what I to because out. of their own psychological bra- background. That's what I want to bring out. No matter what side you fall in this case, you tell me at this point when a psychologist says he could reoffend, he had Borg Jose yeah. on the table and Borg said, I am getting sick. I cannot do this. And Armin let him go. The, we know this. The court knows this. Then he meets Burned, and Burned wants to go through with it, and it fucking happens. So when they say he's likely to offend again, how? How is he offending anybody yep. when he hey, is only accepting men. and only accepting willing, willing. victims? Yes. Again, I'm not telling you that Armin's not fucked and it's up. A weird I'm not paradigm. telling you Burns it not is. fucked up. And it's a weird paradigm, weird perspective to I'm have. I'm not necessarily blaming when these somebody prosecutors and these psychologists because they're dealing with something that's very fucking out of normalcy. Yeah, absolutely. But in hindsight, which we all know is 2020, how can you tell me Armin's going to reoffend when he's only taking willing victims? Yeah. Again, you may so not So you're going to take the tens of thousands of willing victims that are probably even to this day still online they'll be like, hey, devour me. How are you making him still get a criminal? It's the same thing. Like, whether or not you... He is no not. No matter your opinions on Dr. Kevorkian, Jack Kevorkian. Oh. Jack Let's Kevorkian. No, no. Hole. All I'm going to say, Jack Kevorkian never killed... Even if you say he killed people, he never killed anybody who did not ask to be killed. Yep. The same way, if you think Armin Maves is a murderer, fine. I don't agree with you, but fine. But Armin Maves never killed a single individual who did not ask no. him to do nope. it, despite whatever sexual, physical, psychological gratifications Armin got from it. He literally let a potential victim go because Borg Joseph changed his fucking mind so again you can sit there i don't have a bit of problem sitting here thinking that to me me personally and i'm not speaking for joe i'm speaking for anybody else me personally armin maves should be free right fucking now whether or not i agree with him or whether or not he's fucked at the very least he should be in a psychological institution getting reviewed he may not be crazy. The idea he has these thoughts may seem crazy to the rest of us, but it may make perfect sense for him. And despite our personal feelings and how our uh, viewership or our listenership views this, on May 10th, 2006, Maves was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in fucking prison. Yep. Which I don't agree with. I maybe life in a mental institution. Again, I'm not. None of a, me or Joe has never once argued that he was not fucking crazy. No, we're arguing that he's not he a fucking murderer. He had maladapted behaviors that were construed in his very early life, and unfortunately, they extended into his adult life, uh, post forty years old adult life, and it happened in this instance. But. I personally am saying, as Joe Jones, 
I am saying he should have never been fucking convicted of fucking murder. No. Because he, he did was, not murder anybody. No, no. I don't know this how you murder a willing victim. Case. We need to come up with another term. If you want to make it a crime, that's fine. But we need to come up with another term. I do a not know how you probation. murder someone who willingly wants yeah. to be murdered. And again, I'm not saying that Armin needs to be loose on the streets. Because yes, he probably will reoffend. But again, what is he doing? He's killing and consuming a person who comes Willingly to him comes and says, him. Hey, Armin, I would really love for you to kill and consume me. Yeah. If you're worried about that, then put him in a mental, a mental institute and fucking study him. He is a, he's a, he's a biological anomaly. He yes. should be in prison. But that's where he's at, Joe. And, and, and despite all of this, yeah, go ahead. But, uh, but despite both me and John's like whole thing, our personal tangents, on May 10th, 2006, Armin was convicted of murder and he was sentenced to life in prison. According to Bild Zeit, uh, Zeitung, Zeitung, a German tabloid. Yeah. In 2007, Armin reportedly helped police with analysis of two suspected cannibal murderers murders yep. from 1998 and 2000. He went from being Norman Bates to being Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. And again, he's he was helping. Like, oh, he's, he's they're, like, they're hey, not like me. Like, hey, I yeah. willingly consume my quote-unquote victim. Yes. These people took somebody who was right. innocent. But I can give you some insight to it. To As it, a cannibal, but I, can I can give help you a little you. insight. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. again, there you go. That's someone to me that's not crazy. But We, what? as a regular society, may deem him crazy. But I don't think you can psychologically say he's crazy. I don't. No, no. And actually, an attestment to Armin, he actually became a vegetarian once he was in prison. Well, who, who, he wants that, worked, who wants that shitty prison meat once you've had the supple rump roast of burned? Where's that chef kiss? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> a really good show. You know but he saying? actually, he had, uh, well, I, I don't know if it's up until uh, present time, but he did work in the prison library and had been described as a model prisoner and a kind no, they've, of man. They've, from what the most recent thing, I, and, again, uh, well, this on, is, this is 06. I we, will say this. I actually think that's indicative to his character and everything we've actually talked about. I would say to this very moment in time that we're recording it, that, that that's the same person he is. Because he's a gentleman. Yep. Again, he, he never, he he let he was not Borg a victimizer. He let him go because he wanted a willing victim. Armin did not want to victimize anybody. He wanted to do this with someone that was willing. I'm not saying that's sane. I am telling you, and I agree, and I will fight till my death. That is not murder. No. It is fucked up. Fucking it's fucking not. outside of the purview of most of us, but it's yeah. not murder so there's, yeah he's, there's a weird amount of lust that comes behind or i'm sorry i wouldn't say just lust but there's a love for another human being when you're saying i don't want them to suffer but i want no, them to he, always he, be oh, with me yes, he wanted despite, someone to volunteer yes. yeah to be with him always yeah. he didn't yeah. want to force someone no. to do that there's That's a genuine heart do. behind that as weird as the circumstances are that has a genuine heart about a desire that was mal-infested. And, and, and even more of a testament to Armin. Armin has refused to earn any monetary gain from his mm -hmm. story 
and instead gave the global rights to his story to a company for no charge, only on the condition that he is accurately portrayed. Yeah. That's it. Armin's not making money off of the movies that have made about him or any of the stories about him. He just said, hey, tell my story. Tell the real fucking story about me. And, and I forget the company's name. I, I should have listed it, but they basically do like charitable work. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I, I will go as far as to say this. I was like, I hope to God that Maves' fucking last thought before he breathes his last fucking breath is that he still loves Burns because he consumed him. I think that not, I think daily he feels well again, whether or not it's he fucked up mentally or not. Whether yeah. or not it's fucked up. Absolutely. Maves feels like he forever has we'll burned love somebody. with somebody. Yeah. And somebody loved him too. I love bringing up this fact that well, we, I always love to bring up the media and pop culture because <laughs> yeah. technically we're a pop culture show. We're about yeah. pop culture of shitty shit. But mine but, yeah. teal by German tile. Mine tile by Romstein. You know me, I'm a huge Romstein yeah. fan. Our eldest is actually because a Because of me, me and my Ramstein boy, we fucking fan. love yeah. Romstein. Yeah. Was actually inspired by the case and because obviously it happened in Germany. Yep, yep. The, yeah, the Rottenberg cannibal, Rammstein's from Germany, so was Armin Mays. And actually, the word Tile uh, is German slang for penis. They say it's like, it's, this is my part in it. So when they say that, it's like, this is, this is my part in it. Uh, a, Mein Tile by Rammstein, if it's you like it. a great right? song. Fucking great song. Groovy-ass fucking video. I suggest you watch the video. And then Rammstein on their YouTube channel actually has like making of documentaries for all their videos. The Mind Tile documentary is like 50 minutes long. It's a fucking glorious watch. But so, so that happened. There's also, Joe, been on several. On top of that, yeah. Yeah, there's been several films based on Armin, including probably the most notorious one yeah, was Cannibal. Cannibal by Marion Dora. Now, Marion Dora is known for uh, uh, Der Melancholy, uh, The Melancholy Durangel, um, uh, The Voyage to, I forget the name, but, but Marion Dora only makes fucked up movies. If you look at like the list of like the most disturbing movies, you're going to find Cannibal and Melancholy Durangel on there. But Cannibal is kind of Dan a retelling Hertz of that. Minum? Yeah, then Dine Hertz in Minum Hearn. Your Heart in My Brain was also a movie made by Rosa von Pronheim. So th there's been a few other like made-for-TV things, but those are the two biggest mm -hmm. pop culture movies made, both by German directors uh, about Armin Maves. Um, and not only that, but the case and conviction, as we're doing right now, are still di discussed, not only for the grim details, but also in the discussion about murder when, when the, the victim, victim is willing. willing. And again, yep. I will that, say that, this. That's our entire tangent. Right. For this entire fucking episode right. is like, when a victim is fucking willing, are they really a victim? And it's, and it's tough. To be fair, everyone's going to have their own feeling. Uh -huh. And if you Even think his own family could have had a different feeling because they're like, oh, he was... You know, uh, uh, he may have been a uh, uh, victim of fucking his own mental deterioration. Right. All right. So how is that amazing? Is it fault? his fault? Yeah. And I mean, how is he supposed to interpret that? There's probably he came into the internet with his own mental deficits. He right. found somebody else with their own mental deficits. Why is it that one person, because they live, was the victimizer, and the person who died was the victim? 
that's fucking bullshit. No, and you've probably, Personally. I mean, there's, there's probably even OG Dreadheads. And I'm talking about like Cassie and Sizzler and a few of the other ones. I fucking love all of y'all. Y'all been with us fucking for so long. Yeah. And if I didn't again. remember your name, it's not an insult. You know who you are. We may differ on our opinion. Yeah, of it. That's fine. absolutely. And, and, and I'm not, and I, now, I That's the great thing about actual debate, though. Right, right, right. Debate I, means that I have this stance point, uh, this stance point, you have a different stance point. Let's converse and divulge why yep. we have this stance point, but in a civil manner. Right. We're both, I mean, despite us having this civil banter, we may not agree with hell 90 percent of the people that'll listen to this podcast oh, yeah. but we are telling you this is how we feel so when we go to upload this no we, the, we would love episode, to have a further discussion hell, Feel free to hit yeah. us up in the comments Let's and messages it out in the comments now i yes. will tell you if you think that armin murdered bronze and or burned in cold blood i think you're wrong i love you but that let's doesn't change shit. And I'm, yeah, I'm I would, wrong I would love, I would love to hear yes. why you think I'm wrong. Yeah, because I know why I that's think what I'm right. Do exactly, and that's the that's the beautiful thing. A, it's a fucked up situation. Yes, it absolutely. really is. It's probably the most documented case of cannibalism in modern history because there is video that accompanies it. Yeah. Some of the video was shown during the trial. To the best of my knowledge, that video has never leaked. I, it, I didn't turn on the onion. Oh my on god! Yeah, I promise you, dive. if the fucking dread, if spread the dread finds out that video exists, we'll do a whole other fucking podcast. Oh yeah, all about point to point watching that shit. Now to turn on the onion. And oh, see we'll if go I can into that it. fucking onion browser. We'll <laughs> tore that motherfucker up and, f- and see if it's that. But but to the best of our knowledge, and I mean, and like yeah. I said. You guys know we're fucking shitheads, but we do actually dig into shit. Yeah. We can't find the video. I don't think no, it's leaked. And actually, I will say this. It's actually not to your benefit. It's actually to our own personal benefit that we just like to know personally oh, yeah. what the fuck that's is a, up. If we, find, if we find the Armin Maves home movie, that's just a good-ass Saturday night for me and Joe. <laughs> yeah. And as fucked up as that may make Sorry. you feel, yes. Not sorry. <laughs> but that is the episode for Armin Mays, yes. the Rottenberg Cannibal. Thank y'all. We fucking missed y'all so much. I promise you, by the time, like, it wasn't even 10 minutes after I put that that post up letting y'all know we weren't going to record, me and Joe both were like, fuck, like, we love recording this show for y'all. It makes us so and, happy. And personally, I'm coming from a standpoint where I'm really trying to figure out because I'm on what they call, like, and it like expedited or like fucking express view to like fucking my RN degree. It is a lot. And I will say this. When we put up that video, I was I was truly heartbroken because oh, yeah. I felt like I failed because I'm like, oh my gosh, I knew exactly what I was coming into this week, and somehow or another, I misguided myself or my my time management. Even if you thought I of know, something, there was no way to know until you know. I know, but and, we and all the dreadheads are fucking amazing. All of our dreadheads <laughs> yes. know. All yeah. of y'all fucking know. We got real shit going on. We yeah. we love our time with y'all. I just want y'all to really. But no, I. I I, I fucking beat myself up she over did. this. No, and we both did. E- yeah. Even so, like, because we, we love y'all. We yeah. really fucking do. There's no real. We I mean, love I, y'all because you guys really love what we honestly, do. Honestly, yeah, honestly, the best, th- this podcast has been cathartic. 
Because we now realize that there are a lot of other people people as fucked up as us. Yes. We do this just to connect with our people. Yeah. Cathartic, therapeutic. Yes. Jamie, James, what was the girl from Perth? I forget her name from earlier, <laughs> we'll and I've already Perth. closed my name. Yeah, fucking Our her, Perth gal. her, her Perth. <laughs> you know, all of you, all of you, unicorn princess. Uh, oh my God, if I had my IG open right now, I'd name you. But you guys know, role model. Uh, fucking a few of you others. We love talking to y'all. Message yeah. us. It, this is fun for us. Yes. Any, and again, we were talking about the donation tiers and the merch. All of that shit's going to go into just making this podcast better. Yep. We, we, I work full we're time. Already, I got actually, a great job. Yeah. No, you do. And I'm in nursing school, but John provides. But overall, I'm like, how can we um, better invest in this podcast and make it better? Uh, we need better minds. Yeah. Uh, we might need better software. Sure. However, we're going to financially invest it. But guess what? The money that comes from y'all, that's where it goes. It goes right into this. Because we love y'all. And, and we and, love. And I promise you, even if we don't get the donations and nobody orders no, the fucking t-shirt. we're still going to fucking We're going to keep do fucking doing this because y'all are our fucking people. And yeah. to us, this is like our church. Yeah. We come we're together. We're finding friends we in come, a really we weird to, way. We come together for like 90 minutes to two hours every week. And uh-huh. we fuck. We feel every time we're doing this, we have y'all spirit with us. So thank y'all so much for y'all's yes. support. We really God hope damn, you enjoy this y'all. episode. We already have the notes for the next episode. I'm not going to spoil it. Why I can't I tell wait. Them? No, no, because oh. I don't want them to know. Because this next my one, lips. this next one, I, I promise you, just as obscure as the Gonzalez Valenzuela sisters yes. is this next dude. Yeah. And y'all are going to fucking love it. I can't fucking wait. But again, Joe. <laughs> Remind them where to go to find all the links for everything. Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. What will they find there, Joe? All of the links to our social media and direct links to various podcast applications. As well as? <gasps> Spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, you were supposed to mention the links to YouTube and oh, bitch you. I'm sorry. You sexy asshole. <laughs> but yeah, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You'll find directly. And even on, on spreadthedreadpodcast.com, the, the Podbean player is right on top. Yep. Even you if can you be lazy as yep, fuck. Even if you don't have Just podcasting click the link, apps. Play it out. Yep, you can go there. They're up, As soon as we upload a new episode, that player is updated. They're all right there. So check us out there. If you're on Apple or any of the other sites that allow you to do reviews, put us a good view, a five-star, a thumbs-up, or anything like that. Yep. Send, love us, a like. send us a picture of your review on IG or spread the dread podcast at gmail.com. We'll send you out a five-star Absolute Super Spreader sticker. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, we want to give those stickers away. They're just for free. And yeah. honestly, there's been people who's just like, hey, I love your podcast. Didn't even leave the review. And we're like, hey, what's your address? We're sending you fucking stickers. <laughs> we need everybody else to know that you're just as fucked up as us. So do that. We need friends. Absolutely. But... Joe, I had a blast doing this oh. one. It was so good to be back. Yeah, it really was. It was. You ready to wrap this it, shit up and yes, see them on their way? Yes, it was absolutely cathartic after a hellacious fucking week. My very first fucking week as a RN student. So thank y'all for your support and understanding. And We love our dreadheads. Yes. Everyone, whether God you've been damn. with us from episode one or if you just got on board, Welcome to the shit show. We love you so much. And in closing, I'm John. And I'm Joe. And you have a good day or a good night, depending on what time it is you're listening to this. And in the words of our man, Jack Torrance. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?